0: never listen to me. You treat me like I'm a fucking, fucking cab driver. <laughs> Seriously, you have entire conversations in front of me like I am invisible. And sometimes I wonder if my social anxiety is holding me back from meeting the people who would actually be right for me instead of a bunch of fucking whiny nothings friends. Well, maybe Shosh a point. I mean, it's not like the four of us have had any real fun together in the last, what, two years? That is not true. Name, Name one, one fun thing. thing. This trip, if we had done anything I planned. Oh, oh my god! god. Hey, Bonnie. You know, I think you should process what you just said, because, you know, happiness is about appreciating what you have. Yes! What is that, like, some AA bullshit? bullshit? Seriously, Jessica's to rehab for five fucking seconds, and we have to listen to everything she comes up with. Shush, you're a cruel drunk. It's crazy. She's a cruel drunk, and she's also not, not an, an intellectual. intellectual. Actually, she is. I'm gonna stick up for Shosh on this one and say that I have seen her read, read the, the newspaper, newspaper on her phone. Then why, when I'm around her, do I feel like my brain is gonna atrophy? I would call you a little, a little unstimulating. unstimulating. Unstimulating? What are we in, like a fucking Jane, Jane Austen novel? novel? What, do I want to be like you? Like, mm-hmm. mentally, mentally ill, Ill and, and, and miserable? miserable? <laughs> I'ma paint my whips maraschino, cause I'm a fucking diva. Baby, I don't rock Moschino, Versace Valentino, Real Italiana, Mama, new Bottega, Prada da. 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 New Bottega, Prada da i like the gucci the Miu Miu me sony of my um, mountain dew is number 12. mountain dew is number 12 because it's toxic because there's been evidence of it yeah mountain dew banned in japan and the eu do used to, <laughs> it, it used to it used to contain brominated vegetable oil consuming bromine has been linked to headaches memory loss skin issues and more pepsico uh, said that they were removing it in 2014 and they never did Ah. Uh. <laughs> And then Ritz, Ritz crackers, Ritz. Let's see, Ritz is number six. What could they possibly have put in Ritz that could be so bad for us? Ritz crackers is banned in Austria, Switzerland, Hungary, Iceland, Norway, and Denmark. What is so wrong about Ritz crackers? <laughs> I'm scared of the end. I don't know if that I want to know hydrogen hydrogen. Hydrogenated, hydrogenated. Are you correct. Yeah, <laughs> you're not even looking at the word. <laughs> hydrogenated, hydrogeny, hydrogeny, cottonseed oil. Yeah. The kicker: the FDA deemed these oils not generally recognized as safe. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> also, Skittles is number three. That's crazy. And Twinkies are number one. Yeah. Twinkies mm-hmm. are number one. Is like the thing that's gonna kill you. Yeah. So Twinkies, is classic junk. <laughs> it goes classic junk food, classic poison high fructose corn syrup and high again hydrogen hydrogenated oils. Hydrogenated oils are bad, but it's the yellow 5 that signed the death warrant on Twinkies. The EU requires warning labels on dyes. Like food dye? Yeah, cuz that's why Skittles is bad cuz Skittles has yellow 5 and yellow 6 which are bad. Why? Titanium dioxide. You have heavy to use- heavy metal carcinogens. <laughs> you have to use titanium to make a Skittle yellow. Or some shit, yeah. Oh my god, that's horrible. Well, <laughs> no idea. I, what's funny is that all these, I was like, oh hell yeah, I'm never doing that. And then twelve Mountain Dew, I'm like, I don't know if I believe her. Damn, you were like, I you feel like I'm like, gonna turn the other way. I'm like, those. They said it- they were gonna take it out. Yeah, and also the side effects are just what you get from smoking weed. Right, exactly. If my skin falls off from Mountain Dew. Mama,
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, it's just the Delta Eight. <laughs> exactly, it's the Delta Eight in Mountain Dew. Delta Eight isn't even a real new thing. They just put a little bit of Mountain Dew in your weed. <laughs> Spiked it. Yeah. I have these two fr- he spiked it. <laughs> I have these two frames in my apartment that mm-hmm. are used to hold records. One that entertains. One <laughs> and one that serves. <laughs> oh no, not serves. Observes. <laughs> Brittany did not say serve. <laughs> I, my brain just fucking misfired. Well, that, I'm like having a yeah. lot of, like, I'm having like a lot of like bad faggot brain this week. Like I can't stop being like work, cunt. You know, like yeah. whatever about the shit that like, like around people who don't think it's funny. I think I saw Troy tweet today, like, like work, mama. Your booty hole is giving pussy. Like, <laughs> and I just was like, I hate this. Your booty hole is He's giving pussy, pussy. Boots the house down. Me to my manager. <laughs> you in an email? Yeah, in business correspondence. But it's not entertain and serve. There's two types of people in the world. There's the ones that entertain and the ones that serve. <laughs> That's your gay brain. You're rewriting history. <laughs> the ones that entertain and the ones that serve. serve. Entertain. <laughs> Brittany was on something. She was so close. Exactly. She was on the pop. She was and- on the pop and the pop. <laughs> Anyway, your two frames. <laughs> anyway, my two frames. I have these two frames in here, mm-hmm. and when you take off the back to like replace the record in it, mm-hmm. it's like California recognizes materials in this frame as hazardous to a pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> like what? I don't know. <laughs> and I just keep them in here. Oh, I like. Yeah. Just, they were just like these are carcinogenic materials, and you shouldn't keep these frames in your house if you're pregnant. I was like, it's a fucking picture frame. What are you guys having here like fucking bromine or legit. like legit carcinogenated oils toxic waste no ma'am no ma'am ma'am that's why i'm saying that like everything does give you cancer like you know when people say like oh when you microwave popcorn you open the bag and like you inhale the fumes gives you cancer i'm I'm constantly talking about that that's like everything though you microwave anything right like you're really not even supposed to have a microwave at all like it's like widely known that like you just shouldn't have one like my pizza's frozen and after 30 seconds it's boiling hot and steaming and <laughs> like hot as fuck i'm and like, like <laughs> sputtering and hissing <laughs> something's up <Like> I'm just <laughs> sputtering and hissing my pizza <laughs> and i find that that's an appropriate way to heat up food mm-hmm. that's like everyone says you know you take the easy way out and you know, it's gonna come back to bite you. Mm-hmm. But Sometimes I'm, you should just fucking preheat the oven, bitch. True. But I will say, my skinniest was when we were living at Vodka Couch, and I was eating like a Hot Pocket every day as like my full meal. Oh, yeah. And I felt skinny then. It was fine. It's packed full of nutrients. A Hot Pocket, cheese. A Hot Pocket a, a day keeps the fat away. It's so true. I mean, it's basically the whole food pyramid mm-hmm. in one little pocket. <laughs> yeah, it's, like a, it's like a weedy grain. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whole grains, whole grains, you meat. know, meat oil oh, cheese the cheese the vegetables is the seasoning on top You right exactly seasoning. the oregano is You're the vegetable in question. Question. <laughs> and um yeah yeah it really covers all the i mean guess guys no fruit i remember i was going to the gym at the time and i was purposely buying the protein hot pockets <laughs> as if that helps As <laughs> if that helps at all or does anything they could have lied they tasted like regular hot pockets yeah girl yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I completely agree. Being There's no better diet than being poor. Truly. Truly, truly, truly. Mm-hmm. Mm. And now I have enough fluid income right now where I'm like... Yeah. Enough. I just, like, don't feel like being an Aldi. Like, I don't want to be around those people. Yeah. I haven't gone to Aldi in a minute. I just feel like I'm better than them. Like, mm-hmm. I d- I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm objectively not. Like, tax bracket speaking, you know, the general... Vibe I put across, the, yeah. the kind of shit I get into, I'm not better than all these people. But it's also the difference between going to like Walmart and Target. It's like I'm never going to step from in Walmart unless like, I exactly have to. Walmart makes me want to fucking kill myself. It really does. It's so unorganized. It's I not want even to genocide the, like, everybody at Walmart. Like I literally want to like blow that fucking bitch up. It's too. It sometimes feels like I'm going five years back in time when I enter in a Walmart. It's I'm really like you guys horrible. still sell like pretzels in here, like fresh pretzels. There's like a shop right there, <laughs> like. There's still a McDonald's in here that has the old (laughs) interior. (laughs) No mom. Yeah, no mama. No. (laughs) I'm not going into Walmart. Fuck that. And I'd rather just, like, shell out $100 for, like, four pairs at Target if it means that I get to, like, be at Target, which is, you know, like, being birds push my cart. Yeah, at Target. (laughs) It's fucking... It's lovely. It's a beautiful experience. I fucking love Target. I was raised on Target, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... It's just I've cut so many corners with mm-hmm. the all do thing. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just at a place in my life where I just feel like it invites a lot of negative energy into my heart. Mm-hmm. I always get ads for the things where it's like, oh, we're going to deliver your, your meals. You just have to make them like HelloFresh and like the other things. I just started that. Did week. you? I was about to say, like, how do you feel about those? I have. I'm on. I've started every plate, <laughs> which is the budget option. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I mean, I've only done two how was it? I'd done one in my life with my sister and I really enjoyed it. It's really fun. It's so much fucking work. It's like, it's easy in the sense where it gives you the directions and it tells you what to do to make a good yeah. meal with all the ingredients, but it's still cooking. And I will say that I've never made anything that tasted that good ever in my life. Right. Like, the first thing I made, I was like, holy shit, I was like, bitch, work. Anyone can cook. Anyone can cook. Yeah. I love having that feeling. I literally did feel everyone can cook. Yeah. Anyone. And, um, <laughs> not everyone, but anyone, anyone can, can. serve. Yeah. <laughs> That's- Anyone can serve on a paper plate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. It was really—I mean—it was a lovely experience. I chopped. I learned how to chop and peel a lot of new things. Work. You had to get some basic knife skills together, which is something that I didn't have up until this point. And also, like when you're really in the kitchen, like people do regularly, like sharpen their knives. Like I realized that that makes a world of a difference. Is having a sharp people, knife. Girl, I literally could not tell you, like <laughs> wow, how, that, that process how to go about that. I was like, just <laughs> I was you making bring it work somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Did you get a little whetstone. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I made, I made two really beautiful dishes, though, the last two days. Now it's pretty impressed with myself, I have to say. Work. But um, I, I don't know st- my longevity with it because um, the odds of me continuing to come home every night and feeling, like, up to cooking to that extent and using every fucking pot and pan and plate in the goddamn house. Yep. Because they want you to be like, okay, use two stove burners to prepare these two parts and run the fucking oven. And my apartment's really small, and the fire alarm goes off when it's hot. <laughs> Not even smoke, just when it gets <laughs> too just warm. Just when it gets hot. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes our heaters will get to be too much, and the fire alarm will go off. <laughs> there's, there's no fucking. It's just fire. hot, girl. girl. it's just dust burning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have the old school radiators. Too. Yeah, exactly. So work. You know, it is what it is. It's been a lesson in the culinary arts for sure, but. I feel like I would start on that, and then once I kind of got the gist of, like, these ingredients are good with this, or, like, oh, I kind of know how to prepare this now, then I would wean off of it. But I feel like it's a good intro to cooking. Exactly. I feel like I'm going to do it for a couple of weeks and then see because the part that it i mean it doesn't do any it doesn't prepare anything for you all it does is grocery shop for you essentially yeah like Mm -hmm. there's quite literally nothing in there that's like unique or like hand blended or pre-prepared for you like it's just a crate of fucking potatoes (laughs) like there's and like if i wasn't (laughs) so like lazy and retarded i would just go to Mm -hmm. the fucking grocery store and get those things myself yeah I don't even know what to get. Like we've talked about this before. Like mm-hmm. then I do fundamentally don't understand the basics of taking care of myself. Me too. Yeah. That was never taught to me. Never taught no. the basic like food groups. I have to hit things that are good, things that are bad, how to pick out, you know, yeah, the things that are not going to be like rotten and horrible, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like just the fundamentals of like produce picking. It's yeah, a pretty daunting experience to me. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, I did have an upbringing where fast food was so prominent. I know because I had parents that worked all the time and they never cooked. And they're like, yeah. well, you want income or do you want <laughs> A fresh yeah, one cooked me all. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's a lot of the psychological hang ups with the fast food thing for me. Mm-hmm. Is that my I'm like, parents okay. got divorced on the bounds of not being a, one wanting fast food all the time and the <laughs> other one never <laughs> wants to have food. fast food? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was, um,. Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot going on in my brain in that department yeah i'm like do i want to make a caprese salad when i get home or i'm already a triple you know (laughs) bacon mcdouble fucking (laughs) whopper whaler like what's gonna make me happier at the end of the day exactly at the end of this very stressful day i know and i'm trying to override that part of my brain but it's it's um it's difficult there's a lot of webs <laughs> there's a lot of webs. There's a, lot of, it, there's a lot of hoops to jump through <laughs> yeah exactly hooping and <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i think that hopefully once i buy new like kitchenware which i'm gonna probably have to do like, yeah when we do our little ikea run uh-huh. i feel like something will start in me when i get to my new apartment being like i'm gonna cook so much yeah well i just got all these brand new like hot pink pots and pans period and that's been very motivating to me Mm -hmm. um i don't know i'm someone who i have to pad my experience with products (laughs) and fun little treats or i won't do it like sometimes like whenever i need like a fresh reason to go to the gym i'll be like i'm gonna buy a brand new duffel bag and i need people to see it so i have to take it to the gym and while i'm here i might as well work whatever i should have done that when i came to the gym i should have just forced myself to buy like gym clothes just like well i have to wear these now Yeah, exactly. Because I'm nothing if not Mm -hmm. a consumerist in that way. I love to consume. I do. And my power hoodie came in today. That's my... I've been... I saw that. I think I've been dipping into the retail therapy, which I've never really done before. But I keep... (sighs) The targeted Instagram ads are so strong that sometimes I just won't pass it up. And I have to sit there and think for like an hour, like, do I buy this now? It's a slippery ass slope. Fucking horrible. It's really, really bad. Mm -mm. At least it's closed. What happened is... So I had this genius idea Mm -hmm. of um, keeping a running note in my phone of, like, anytime I see something in public of, like, oh, so-and-so would love that. Mm -hmm. I, like, write it down. And then I, like, by the time a a gift-giving holiday comes up, I have all these ideas for people. So I'm, like, never without an idea. That's fun. But what's happened is that instead I basically just have a list of things that I would love. Uh. (laughs) I'm, like, oh, I got to (laughs) remember that for later. And then when I'm home and I'm, like sad and like miserable and depressed and bored i could really use that i'm like oh let's just look at the list and see if anything on here can the list can scratch the itch let's look at the menu yeah exactly and it's like i'll have like 20 open tabs of like shit that i saw on instagram or like yeah just like a long ass list of like stupid shit that i'm never ever gonna use or never remember i even bought Mm -hmm. i do that with tiktok because tiktok gives you the full video ads and Mm. it's like buy this like human dog bed that's like the size of that I couch that. and I'm like saving that video because <laughs> I, yeah, I would love a dog yeah. bed would love a dog bed how fucking sad would it be if you were the person who always slept in a dog bed <laughs> <laughs> like you have know, like a normal <laughs> I, bed in your apartment and then you have the dog bed in the other part of the room that you just like actually bec- it, like, became a habit to sleep in the dog bed I just and- <laughs> prefer the dog bed <laughs> <laughs> I can see that happening to me, and that's why I can't open up that that door. I can't Mm -hmm. open Pandora's box of, like, I sleep in a dog bed, and I eat fucking, you know, shit that comes to my door in a box. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I can't live like an animal. Yeah. But I'm tempted. I want to. I want to live like an animal. I want to seclude myself. Like, I love sleeping on the floor. Mm -hmm. This is something that not everyone knows about me. I would rather sleep on the hardwood floor (laughs) with, like, one bad pillow and a blanket. I would much prefer that to sleeping in a bed. I'm obsessed with that. The times where I've done it recently, I'm like, I think I reset my back. Oh, my God. It's amazing. When I had my trips to the Cayman, slept on the couch the whole time. Everyone said that Azealia was bugging for that. Everyone was like, Azealia, w- people need a bed. And I was like, I'm not so sure that that's true because now <laughs> I've like been sleeping like randomly falling asleep on the floor the and floor. being like more rested than I've ever been in my life. Like you really just need like a pillow and a blanket and the floor. I think it's also just because I'm old
1: mm. and I need someone to
0: kick me in the spine and <laughs> fuck my shit up right. Yeah. Within um, the past couple of years, I've been able to fall asleep in any position, any place. That is... Mm-hmm it's bad I'm like I can like just fold I do the like the fold my arms tilt my head back close my eyes and I'm gone I have so much I want to do <laughs> <laughs> I have too There's many so things much to, to do, do. <laughs> but this is what I'm I am saying earlier I don't want to I'm just so tired like as much as I do want to stay and be comfy and do nothing like we still do so much bullshit like, this year alone, we've already done so much. I'm <laughs> 20 goddamn cocksucking motherfucking five. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I deserve <laughs> to get my ass up and go do some things. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. And instead, what I do is I come home and I say hey, you know how I won't take a nap at 9 p.m.? If I get in bed but leave the light on. And then that doesn't work. And then you fall asleep And I wake the up at 4 in the morning, disoriented. <laughs> like, is it daytime? <laughs> is <that the> <laughs> I'm like, what is that light? I fall asleep outside. Yeah. And miserable, and that's every single night. And then one day I wake up and go, okay, today's going to be exactly that except I drink at the end. Right. I always say that I think that I have balance in my life, but the balance is so two extremes Mm. where we are getting drunk and we are getting blackout with all of our girls or we're doing it out of state. And then the polar opposite, the way that I balance that out is do nothing, sit in my apartment and hold up and play video games. And I don't see anyone until the next time I get to do that. I don't even play video games. I like... I don't want to do it. Like, I don't, like, I'm like, ugh, I don't want to hold anything. Mm-hmm. Like, just the idea of having to have, like, some tactile, I don't. Recently, I've been wanting, like, no stimulation. Yeah, do you usually walk, what so every day let's say you have work every day you uh-huh. come home I do what, what, <laughs> I have work nearly every day if you can believe it I have work every minute of every it's day it's so fucked up but anyway <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm always working I'm yeah I'm working right now I'm actually. working right now uh, <laughs> um, what's your like go-to passion like what do you look forward to do at the end of the day is it like watching something reading yeah. scrolling what do you do so as I've previously disclosed I love to watch Shark Tank while I eat true <laughs> But then as soon as the eating is done, basically, (laughs) 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 something about Shark feels wrong. Like, like, when I'm not, like, doing... It's your eating program. I know. (laughs) I know what you mean. It's bad. And then I'm always like, okay, well, I mean, I guess I could watch something else. And then I (laughs) scroll through every other $900 million service that I have. Yeah like this all looks fucking horrible <laughs> i don't want to watch any of this stupid ass garbage i don't want any of this yeah and then i'm like well i don't really want to busy my hands with a video game because that sounds like a lot of work yeah i don't want like the visual noise of like anything like yeah. i keep wanting to be like i want to sit in a chair <laughs> quietly <Yeah. laughs> i had a moment the other day where I was driving <laughs> down, like, a particularly busy block where yeah. there were, like, a lot of businesses along the street. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, everywhere I look, there's a fucking ad. I can't go anywhere without someone telling me to do something. You're like, stuck suck in the Matrix. Yeah, I literally. And it makes me feel schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mentally ill. And I think it's because I, like, maybe started turning up my TikTok use. so I was, like, on TikTok a lot. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel sick in the brain i love tiktok i spend well you know when you look at your screen time and it's like oh you spend like five and a half hours on your phone every day mm-hmm. so for me it's like which it, to begin with horrible right and not only that it's like oh four to five of those hours every day is like tiktok for me Ugh. i'm sucked into the algorithm like it knows me like the back of my hand which is weird and crazy. You spent I four know. hours staring into this evil, enchanted portal. Like a void. Like, you can't go back. <laughs> exactly. it's like when people just, just scream and dance at you so and hypnotize you. And tell me to bite things. And right, do it. Exactly. And then it works. It's some, horrible. Or like every TikTok live is just someone like sitting in a basement, like just talking to random. Like, I just, it's all Ugh. so disorienting. But I like that. I don't. I don't. I I do. That's the worst part is that mm. like the, the id that I have. Yeah. <laughs> the deep dark part of my brain does mm-hmm. want it and does want to indulge it. Yeah. But I got like this year I was like okay, my my one thing that I really want to do mm-hmm. and like the thing I want to change is that I want to be highly disciplined, highly yes. ambitious, and I want to have you know basic restraint and portion control. <laughs> portion control. <laughs> And, like, I think that that has always maybe been, like, the number one, you know, life ruiner of Mm -hmm. mine, is that I'm not really good at just, like, having a little. No, never. No. For me, I could be doing so well. I could be eating right, only drinking water. It takes one day for me to be like, you know what, I'm just going to let loose and I'm going to drink as much as I want. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it's like the blackout. And then... And then it's a chain reaction. Chain reaction where it's like, well, I'm absolutely not drinking fucking water now. No. Or like, oh, I'm not actually gonna eat good. I'm craving seven whoppers because I feel like shit already. I need a big Gatorade. And then that big Gatorade begets a whole pizza alone. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like this kind of shit it's just like it's it's horrible. It's just like I'm 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 like vomiting up a monster of myself over and over and then that monster is giving birth to another monster. It's especially when my dad told me this (laughs) and I will never forget. All the progress that you make from, like, working out and losing weight, you could, in theory, like, lose all of that in three days. Because, like, if you eat, like, shit and eat out for three days, you pretty much eliminate all the work you did for the past, like, month, two months, three months. Great. Which is, like, what Which is fuck? pretty much all I've ever successfully done. Right. Is make it through the week. <laughs> so, like, like, and then I hit the weekend and I just, it's over. Fuck, like, the weekend fucking sucks like that. But I like doing that. Yeah, when I have a stressful job and I look forward to nothing else than to have a good time and be fun, Yeah, being healthy and being good to myself is never on the docket. I just can't have a little. No, I push myself. I like to be put in life and death situations. Exactly. <laughs> to remind myself. I can't just have a couple drinks. <laughs> no, no such thing as casual drinking. No. No. If, I'm, if you're asking me to go out for drinks... I'm already I'm going pre- drinking. I'm planning on like <laughs> how I'm going to recover the next day. Like before I leave the home, I'm already taking a, an IV or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm slamming a liquid IV. In the river, I like yeah. have ibuprofen in my pocket. Ready to <laughs> snort. <laughs> Loose. <laughs> yeah. <And I'm> like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just, I'm, I'm having, I'm having, I think a little bit of a, I don't know, burnout. I'm mm, just in general, like the, the general stimuli of life. Also, winter doesn't really help. Like, winter in Chicago, there's really nothing else to do but to eat and drink, Ugh. in all honesty. Sometimes just the thought of having the wind on my face is enough to keep me inside. <laughs> just a little bit. Like, I'm Like, God it's- I'm like, if the earth touches me, if I'm not in my little cocoon. Mm-hmm. This is why people tell you to take freezing cold showers, is so that when you're, you know, eventually confronted with extreme weather, it doesn't bother you very much. The fuck that. No, I take the hottest showers for an hour. I want to be swaddled. Uh-huh i deserve it god Comfy, damn it yeah i told um that's how manager this if i did live in a place that had a hotter climate i bet you i would be skinnier well, time yeah, i, I mean, go somewhere just, that's how it is everywhere that's, that's how like it is because we're always outside you're always doing something mm-hmm. there's no reason to be like locked up you know where in chicago Ugh. you are just literally eating for four months because it's winter right like i should never be considering buying like a 400 hundred dollar at-home weight set yeah <laughs> Never. I never. will never be that bitch. I'm sorry. I will not. Ne- I should. That should never cross my mind as a legitimate option that might help. Like, if I buy a mansion when I'm older with 15 rooms, you better. You best you believe better not. Believe. One of those rooms is going to be a rec room or a no. way room no. or gym. No. Fuck you. Nope. Nope. I have bigger fish to fry. I have seven playrooms and eat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bigger fish to fry and even bigger fish to, <laughs> to eat. eat girl. <laughs> a big old tilapia. Yeah. Um, yeah it has been a pretty dark opening <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like, did you know
0: ritz crackers are gonna kill you ritz crackers are gonna kill you girl and then i'm gonna kill myself the rest of it makes sense but i was like ritz crackers what the heck i know all those oils well everyone Which says it's seed oils the seed oils yeah that's what it is i don't know i don't really i dodged all that when it was happening on twitter the, the, seed, the oil seed oils stuff. i was like i don't even fucking care it's all from like i don't know like racist people <laughs> like, i've been drinking mountain dew my whole life is i my know skin irritated i don't know i just it's one of those like dietary things that i find is only like from people who hate black people right like right, right. <laughs> where it's just, like i've been drinking I'm like itchy irritated skin i actually have the clearest skin from drinking mountain dew i know girl like i'm saying like i never have a better skin day than like the day after i like drink a shit ton of like tequila Oh my god, especially, that's the thing with alcohol. Because you're dehydrated. It makes you taut and gaunt. The the night slash morning or next day of drinking, I truly am my skinniest because of all the water just leaving no my body. No water retention. No water retention. Mm-mm. Yep. She gone. Nope. I love that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be chasing her 20- this weekend. <laughs> 2023 is the year of the vodka soda. I'm switching. To vodka soda? Mm-hmm. The double, vodka, double vodka sodas with extra lime is going to be my gig. <sighs> Ew. Like, it sounds gross, but I can't keep doing like the, that drink. the vodka Red Bull situation that's been it's happening bad. to me is so bad because you're also just drinking a shit ton of Red Bull. <laughs> it's you like ask so for like so sh- much Red Bull. Like you're having like a full Red Bull every drink. And you can't ask for like sugar free. They make it with the, the regular Red Bull. You can ask for sugar free. Can I get a sugar free re- vodka Red Bull? You can ask for that? Yeah, girl. Have you ever? I mean, no. <laughs> 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 but you can. I mean, they have uh. it. That's funny. Anyway. How did I fix this mic last time? Is it like that? Yeah, just the. the gotta, gotta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I fuck with it too much and just break it every time, but okay. Yeah. We well, All listen, right. we have a couple of. <laughs> <laughs> enough about our diets and our. <laughs> <laughs> enough enough <laughs> about me. Um, <laughs> we have a couple of things that we're supposed to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about. It was a pretty slow news week, Okay. okay. <laughs> so like, you guys gotta come up with something else because i really you know it's another week of talking about tweets <laughs> really quick apple is on the brink of breaking his little hammock I that's know. and every time he like readjusts i'm like he's gonna fall straight through we just bought apple this hammock and he's not fat like he's famously not fat but he keeps like there's a huge rip in the side of this Thing that he's sitting on, and I'm scared of it breaking. Like the hammock is holding up by maybe a couple scenes. A a thread. (laughs) A thread. Like truly a (laughs) thread. This bitch is going to eat. He's going to eat. He's going to hop on it one of these days, really confident. I know. He's never going to go on anything ever again. Fucked up. Sorry, go. Anyway. anyway. (laughs) So we're talking about. Oh, fucking. (laughs) We're talking about. Um. S- uh, Sophie's Sisa. legacy mm-hmm. being ruined by Kim Petras. <laughs> 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 we're talking about um, the the extremely accurate panic attack portrayed in the bu- the Puss in Boots movie. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh <Hell> yeah! <laughs> and then we're going to talk about um, the cancellation of actors, the movie mm-hmm. that uh, we've discussed In this podcast before, uh, yes. being canceled at Music Box and all of the surrounding drama on that, which is going to be really great for me to rehash. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> You're going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> the girls will be mad about what I'm about to say, so just yeah. let that be known. Just, yeah, but wait, We'll wait, save work. that for later. Um, <laughs> what should we talk about for hers? I always like the order you presented in. Okay. Unless so, you say otherwise, and I'm always down. In the order of presentation, mm-hmm. we'll first be talking about this faggot. Yep. Hold, please. <laughs> this faggot. <laughs> Uh, This is a tweet that made the rounds recently. Uh, Kim Petras has a new song coming out this Friday called burr Burr. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Burr. What do you feel what do you feel of burr? Um, I think it's gonna be really good. It's it's one of those I don't like when there's only a snippet released and it's like on tiktok i never i know better not to fall for that i need the full song but i feel like it's gonna be good i'm trying to withhold judgment but so far it sounds a lot better than the last couple things that have come out agreed frankly i need it to be good because if jesus was a rock star is the worst thing that's ever happened to me and like the (laughs) (laughs) and unholy too like this bitch it needs yo Timmy needs to <sighs> snap it back snap it back into rotation I know that it's not entirely her fault like mm-hmm. I know that part of this is like her labels issue yep but why the fuck after unholy you get a number one song you get one shot okay to f- turn that into something real for you because yep. I know that a lot of like coping Kim Petra fans seem to think that like Oh, like, Kim makes the song. Like, Kim really leaves her mark on unholy. Like, it's not even really, like, I'm, like, I will dick ride for the worst Kim Petra shit. Like, like, it can be really actively bad and difficult to defend, and I still will. Yep. 100%. But the verse that Kim does on unholy, I'm sorry, it's just, it's, anyone could have done it. I and mean, I said this previously, like, I can't even wait for the verse to happen. It's that bad, the whole no. raw song. And How that's are you going to get bad. to that point? Yeah, and what do you have to do with Fat Sam Smith? Fat-ass Sam Smith. And then you <laughs> have to get to the point with her, and it's, like, the least personality mm-hmm. of any Kim verse, of any Kim song. Like, when you know what Kimmy can do, Yeah, that's my thing, is we've already seen her rock shit out of the park. Well, like, it's Kim's absolute worst qualities on that particular verse, and, like, a couple, like... Kim at her worst is when she's just going, like, naming brands and, like, saying daddy. Yeah. That kind of shit, just, like, I'm like, I can't defend you. Like, I can't put (laughs) put this on. I can't put this on in front of straight people. No and have them think it's redemptive or good Mm -hmm. like when you're just like "Mm, gucci rihanna fucking daddy like whatever like that kind of thing and like the rap thing like when she's doing like this kind of like white chick rap thing yeah i'll never be able to do that Mm -hmm. so it's already her at her worst and then you follow it up with if jesus was a rock star what the fuck it's horrible. It's so bad. Especially when she has so many good ballads, too. Like, and an entire leaked album of hits that hits. all would have just been, like, if you just fucking stuck to what you did. Yep. Or yep. even done one of the songs from that album that your label had already fucking approved, like Revelations or Born Again or whatever. Anything. 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 Holy shit. Shot in the foot. Rather than doing the one song you've ever made that didn't involve Dr. Luke. Right. Right. Which sucks. And look how that turned out. And look how that turned out. So, yep. Hmm. Anyway, so that's all the negative I have to (laughs) say about Kim. But now we're going to get into the defending Kim Petrus hour. We're going to get into I will fight for her. I will will fight for her. Right. So, this faggot Mm -hmm. at Angel Baby Ray. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Already. There's a video of Kim. Playing Burr, the song in question, the new song coming out this Friday for Megan Trainor. <laughs> I love Megan Trainor. I love her. I fucking love Megan Trainor I fucking so love that whore. much. She is so bad. She is so <laughs> bad that. I, I have no words oh there are no <laughs> words but, no oh. word, but I love something her. about seeing her just really puts a little put some pep in my step it's so crazy it's giving like <sighs> preschool teacher slash like camp counselor slash yeah i don't know every girl i've ever met every girl you've ever met that's just making pop music yeah for all the girls you've ever met so she's playing this song for megan trainer mm-hmm. and this faggot angel baby ray quote tweets this video And says, it's so sad to see that Sophie's legacy has been tainted by multiple artists making great value versions of her work and not even having the common decency to credit her for inspiration. Uh, naturally, this gets <laughs> a mix of reactions. Most of it being dunked on and whatever. Right. He says, "I'm muting this thread. Y'all are all annoying and ugly five two twinks with Slater as your most streamed artist of 2022. I'm not an idiot. I know Sophie and Kim Petras were well acquainted. With the lack of any sort of acknowledgement or credit feels disrespectful. Lastly, the song sounds atrocious, and I cannot believe how many of you are so ready to lose your morals and die on this hill for a song that doesn't even pop. Bye." hmm now I took the liberty to go through this person's Twitter <laughs> and this person should absolutely not have any takes this is someone who like listens to Charlie XYX a mm. and listens to all the like smaller kind of hyper poppy artists that aren't doing anything really mm. so who are all ripping off Sophie and making great value yep, versions of yep, Sophie. yep yep <laughs> so I just actually don't this is like brain-dead behavior in my oh opinion. Oh my it's god, so it's like, such like I'm like a he and I want to be a DJ behavior. Like, it's yep. so yep. fucking annoying. Like, you understand Oh, I, I really appreciate music for what it is, and wow. I really get it. And blah, 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 blah. A, the idea that Kim Petrus and Sophie are making anywhere near the same sort of music is f- plain and simple retarded. Retarded behavior, for sure. Kim Petrus does genuinely aspire to being played at the mall mm-hmm. and at planet fitness and whatever Sophie nothing that this bitch ever did was intended for the same kind of audience that Kim Petrus is trying to go for like truly not at all B why are you mad and not like happy that like your fave like your like foundational artist who you're so obsessed with who died Mm-hmm. Can still have you can still hear her sound and her impact on everybody else's music, right? Years after the fact, especially someone who did work with so many big heads in music, so it's only kind of natural that like we can still that hear Sophie's on and, and to a hear lot this out, kind of thing. Yeah, outside of Kim too. Yeah, it's fucking goofy, 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 and like I just I have very little sympathy for anybody who just like thinks you can okay. So like the morals comment. Mm-hmm. Like the thing about this, like you're ready to lose your morals and die on the Kim Petras Hill is clearly not about your enjoyment of the song. It is right. so transparent about your own like thing about like Kim Petras's like working with Dr. Luke. Right. And, like, oh, like everyone's just like putting it aside and working with her and no one cares. Everyone's just like compromising their morals. Yeah. It's not compromising your fucking morals to enjoy a song. And I really wish that everyone would just fucking wise up and stop thinking this kind of thing. Thinking this kind of thing is so tiring and exhausting because this isn't like an argument. This isn't even like a take. It's so like nothing. Like Like, just say you don't like the bitch as a person. Say you don't like the bitch. Say I hate Kim Petras and it sucks out, blah, blah, blah. Like I I would honestly respect that more. I would respect that more because you're not being a pussy rather than you being like, I really wish that she would pay an earnest tribute to Sophie, <laughs> just because she like <laughs> used this beat. She like used this one sound that Sophie so happened to use, and whatever. If you right. just don't like the core, yeah, core, <laughs> the core, <laughs> then just fucking say so. Yeah, what is so wrong about saying that? And when I took another look at this person's Twitter account, and like, just like all the music that yeah, like all the music that this person listens to, it's like. I don't know, it's just it's so not valid. Like it's just so like <laughs> it's like, just comical. Uh, I just have to wonder like what these people consider good. Yeah. Like I recognize like I'm not saying that Kim reinvented the wheel. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying that this bitch is the most inventive. Right. Although Coconuts you know. got real close. Right. Exactly. Coconuts. <laughs> don't even get me. I'm not going on that track. Co- Coconuts had the, had the blueprint on what the new wheel was going to look like. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. The, br- the blueprint was opened. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but the plans weren't executed. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were like, oh my God, is that the new wheel? Put that away. Yeah. Mrs. New Wheel. <laughs> And maybe she'll be back. I don't know who's to say. Mm -hmm. But I will say that the reason I like her so much and the reason I'm willing to go to bat for her so often Mm -hmm. is because no one else is as committed to making music that is just catchy. Yeah. Or someone that has vocally dedicated their life to pop music. Right. Saying like, I was put on this earth to make pop hits. Right. Right. And we've seen it already happen when early on in her career, right? And has like one of the most impeccable discographies in that regard ever, right? And now that she's like fully in the industry, I get that things are happening. I'm giving, I'm giving it time. And then like I hate to go here, but then like when you talk to these people about what they think is like the ideal pop song, it's like fucking Kalela, and like right, I'm not or people that I've never heard of, right? Like some bitch who has like eight hundred listeners. I just right. and like, if uh, for me. <laughs> I need something with a little more form. I like something traditional. I like something that... I hate that straight people, like straight guys, <laughs> are the measure of a, a pop song's success to me. I mean, it's they're a huge demographic... You know, it's like they still have to acknowledge something. They're kind of the whole, They're the final vanguard against whether a pop song gets to be a truly international smash. If I play TikTok, by catch on front of any straight guy, they absolutely know every word. Hundred percent. The amount of times guy. I've been at beauty bar and you know, the, <laughs> the, <laughs> these men go up to California girls that you can convince mm. them to tolerate the, a song. Yeah, and recognize you know, okay, it's retarded, but mm-hmm. it's also perfect,
1: right. and its
0: place in society is warranted. Right. When our when our straight friends come up to us at parties and say, can you play Let's Ride? I'm right, like, and they're talking the about name. Vroom Vroom by Charlie <laughs> X. That's how you know you've made it. Right, exactly. Or when people want to hear Hillside Boys so they can do a choreographed dance that everyone at the party knows to right. the song. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, to me, I know for a fact that a lot of the things that these people enjoy and love are gay or like queer club hits that are only good to your circle of like mid-twenties like ketamine users right exactly like, and also how disrespectful to use sophie's name for like your quote-unquote argument exactly like how incredibly disrespectful that you think you knew exactly what sophie wanted to leave her legacy or like you knew exactly um and you uh, know who also was sophie's actual real life close personal friend and collaborator kim Kim patras you're a fucking sicko. Like this person makes me so fucking viscerally upset. Imagine if you were Kim and had to see this tweet. How upsetting would this be? Like it would like probably send me into a crying fit. Hissing on her grave. No. Like no matter what like as an artist, I would look at that and like probably cry and be like, "Is that what people so really I'm think? Like, And then you are some fucking dumb faggot dumb in anime. Faggot. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, like Latinos dressing in Hello Kitty. I hate that. Oh my god, so annoying. Like, so annoying. Like you're not kawaii. Like we get it, you're queer, and like <laughs> exactly. you just also just don't understand. Like I don't, I don't know. No, yeah. like oh my god, it's so fucking you're stupid. Not kawaii. You are not kawaii. You, have you a never, never will be. be! <laughs> I can see your dirt stash. Your dirt stash. Just stick your hat out the window, your mustache will go away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fuck. So annoying. So annoying. Anyway. Also, there's nothing wrong with being a five foot two twink who likes Slater. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you're <laughs> mad that you're not that, actually. Exactly. You said that for a reason. Bitter. Bitter. Bitter, bitter, bitter. Bitter, you're not a tiny white boy. Wow. Yeah, if you were a tiny white boy who loved Slater, your life's probably amazing. Your life would have been completely different. You wouldn't have tweeted that. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe you wouldn't be like <laughs> <laughs> maybe you wouldn't have tweeted that I have while I'm maybe ahead. you wouldn't have the uh, no no one under 18 emoji in your bio that's just- <laughs> that's so disgusting yeah. Yeah. no yeah. one under Sophie's I- legacy anyway here's my asshole, here's my asshole. Like, dirty asshole <laughs> talk about your family's legacy girl right exactly how about we take that the question of legacy up with your family <laughs> let me show your father your Twitter yeah exactly I would love to show your abuela these tweets these tweets about Kim. And the <laughs> and like, no is it was like, ay, Dios mío. Ay, ay, ay. Kim Chewe. Kim way About I my, love my grandson. Kim Petras. I love Kim. <laughs> love. <laughs> so my abuela would say, yeah. <laughs> Kim. <laughs> She's doing future starts now, but in Spanish Yeah instead of French. Estás escuchando esta Kim Petras? Exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> I urge this person to take it up with God. Yeah, i figure your shit out, girl. This is a horrible tweet. And not with other people online. Yeah. And, um... You know, Burr out Friday. Pre-save Burr. Pre-save Burr. Burr is out Friday. <laughs> Burr is out tomorrow. Give it up for Burr, you guys. <laughs> if we get Burr on Friday plus the I Spice EP... Uh, yeah, streets are saying I Spice has an EP coming out Friday. Because so much shit has already been leaking with, like, the music videos and, like... Yep. Let's hope. Let's hope. Um... What's that one line? Is it big butt and a busted pump? <laughs> <laughs> no, and a busted pump. No, it's big boobs and the butt stay plump. And <laughs> a busted I pump. I love to make shit up. Yeah, girl. <laughs> You're always so close. I'm always so close. <laughs> 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 I'm always so close. And then it's just not it at all. <laughs> no. Uh, you 10 star. I'm a boss. Yeah, fully minion. It's <laughs> <That's> my favorite <laughs> one. I'll never not say that, actually. <gasps> um, okay, do we want to do. Pump. Pump? Pussy and boots, pussy and boots. Yeah, let's touch on Puss in boots. Yeah, let's touch on our pussy and boots. I want to see the movie. How long has it been out for? I don't know. Uh, did you see the first one? No. Nah. First one. There's was another Puss in boots movie. Yeah, yeah the and first. they play "Aura" by Lady Gaga at the end. <laughs> did you know that song is in the closing credits? Puss and boots <laughs> is jumping on all the houses and like going into the sunset at the end of the movie, and they play ha 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 ha. Did you not know that? No, my God, I haven't seen. Do you think I've like, seen the Puss and boots movie? Why would I have seen that? I think it was before. Was it before R-Pop <laughs> came out? Because I didn't know it was aura. I thought that they used Aura. I thought Aura was written for Machete, the Machete movie. And probably Puss in Boots. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, I swear, Aura is in the closing credits of the first Puss in Boots because it came out a while she ago. She was writing this song for Puss in Boots, and it inspired an entire era I of music. I swear, it was Aura. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'm going to sound like a crazy person. Mandela fact: If anyone out there can verify whether <laughs> <That> <laughs> Lady Gaga Aura is in the original, the Puss, in Boots the original movie. Puss in Boots then the closing credits. I swear it is, <laughs> because it has the thingy. You know, Puss in Boots is Latino. Right, and so was Lady Gaga. And so was Lady Gaga, right. Anyway. Uh, so this was <laughs> making the rounds uh, recently as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this was, there's a clip, there's a scene <laughs> in the new film. Yeah. <laughs> the Puss in Boots classic, Puss in Boots 2. Two Some, Puss, two the, Boots. Two puss, <laughs> t- two puss in the Boots. <laughs> <laughs> Where um, the Puss in Boots in question. Is that its name? I think it's Puss, right? Puss and puss. Like, they I think it's Puss! <laughs> they don't call him anything in track. They just say, hey, I don't think they call him Puss. <laughs> they call him Boots? <laughs> hey, Boots. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Like, Ronaldo or something? Hold on. I want to say it's Puss. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> <laughs> Puss! Puss! <laughs> in Boots' name... <laughs> Puss. I can't picture it like Shrek's voice actor being like pus's <laughs> Puss's voice in the adventures of Puss and Boots. Yeah. No. Puss Voice of Puss? Yeah, species cat gender male weapon rapier. Family <laughs> What? <winner. laughs> is is it rapier? A rapier. Or a rapier. Oh my god. Is Puss and Boots real? <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I it's. I believe that his name is Puss. Yeah. Then they call him. P- I'm almost positive they call him Puss in Track. Yeah. Like, hey, Puss. <laughs> it can't be true. I mean, I guess you it's been it it over. Is it. <laughs> this is also it's a been a long movie. Time since I've seen shrek I guess, and maybe Puss isn't scanning as anything for children. No, it's really innocent as long as you're not <laughs> gay. <ganged> or- <laughs> hey, cunt. Hey, cunt. Uh, cunt in boots. Cunt in boots. Puss in Boots' sister, cunt in heels. Cunt in heels. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Puss in (laughs) Boots... Jesus Christ! So in this film... (laughs) Mrs. Puss. Puss in Boots has a very realistic panic attack. (laughs) I can't... okay no, I I i'm, get, I'm sorry <laughs> I, I gotta get this out Girls. yeah oh every day i'm puss in boots every day i'm puss in boots. so puss in boots <sighs> there's a, f- a scene in it that is making the rounds as like a kind of a, a, a scene that's receiving a lot of praise mm-hmm. very cute because puss <laughs> has a panic attack uh, up on a tree mm-hmm. and um you know, another animal of some. I'm not really mm-hmm. sure. It's some sort of sugar glider it's or called, whatever the fuck. It's called Perito. Perito. Yeah. Perrito. 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 Comes over and kind of lays his little cat head or dog, head, dog head or whatever. Yeah. whatever the <laughs> fuck, on Puss's lap mm-hmm. to ensure that he's not um, too scared to continue. Mm-hmm. So I've heard that the film is rather dark. Um, yeah. Yeah but yeah the tweet that's like literally has like 400 I, let me see the view count on this this was on t- this video was making the rounds on tiktok as well 40 million views mm-hmm. on this tweet yeah meanwhile puss in boots has the most accurate depiction of a panic attack in media i've seen this is exactly how it feels you can't think can't speak and sometimes even the sound of a loved one trying to help gets drowned by your heart beating out of your chest hmm. Meanwhile, we're looking at an image of a CGI cat with a sword <laughs> <laughs> being comforted by it. a mangy dog. Yeah, the dog is, is in training to be a service dog, so it knows it's like, it just like kind of rests on Puss in Boots until it's... Oh, is that attacks. true? Yeah, mm-hmm, that's what happens in the scene. There's canonically service dogs in the Puss in Boots universe. He's training to become a service dog, which is why he's like... Who would he be serving? The people. <laughs> There's humans. It's... <laughs> i think in the universe the humans are like holy shit that cat's talking oh okay because so he, he's from he's, shrek it's he's like novel i think it's the in cat. the same universe yeah it's shrek. okay yeah all right well great work um <laughs> so there's a service puppy <laughs> so there's the service puppy who's converting this cat mm-hmm. uh as he has a panic attack which i'm watching the zine over and over on my laptop as this is <laughs> <laughs> happening it's like been on a loop for a really long time yeah. and um are you a sucker for like cute animated films well, of course I am. It does kind of look like Puss and Boots is getting head. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. And people keep <laughs> screenshotting it and yeah. making it look like he. Your brain is so tainted. I know. Like, I'm like, do you love kid movies? <laughs> I'm like, this cat's getting head. <laughs> Puss, <laughs> Puss and Boots cocks. is getting his cock up. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> 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 what I love about our culture. <laughs> Well, ever since the Alvin and the chipmunks all got, they what, were like, which chipmunk's getting the best? <laughs> what our culture is, we experience this when minions, it's like when there's like a cute, cutesy movie, cutesy characters, yeah. international success. Yeah. Someone out there has to be the person that gives the minion boobs and a pussy. Pussy, boobs, ass, come, <laughs> poor, he's, he's cum, leaking out of the minion's pussy. And the same thing I just I Like a poor cat Can't have a panic attack Without wow. it being like Oh he's he getting His he's dick sucked <laughs> Me coming down From a panic attack <laughs> It was the perfect This is exactly How having a panic attack This feels. is the most Sometimes a loved one Sucking <laughs> your dick Is this exact caption is gonna be replicated, but it's gonna be like a porn <laughs> scene, and it's gonna be like sometimes sucking your cat's <laughs> dick is all it takes all to use a panic attack. He's a panic attack, the most realistic panic attack yeah. in cinema. Um, but so yeah. obviously, the criticism of this whole discussion is that why do you give a fuck if puss and boot <laughs> is having a realistic <laughs> panic attack? <laughs> Does that imply that um, uh, animals can have like mental disorders? I don't know. Like, just person Boots had, like, depression also? Yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Puss, Puss Boots, was in Boots is, Yeah, exactly. He's on Selexa. He's autistic and neurodivergent. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, it just kind of reminds me of, like, do you remember that movie Turning Red? No. It was, like, the stupid-ass, like, Disney Plus movie about, like, this bitch who, like, turns into a red panda and, like, the red panda's a metaphor for getting your period and, like, oh (laughs) i mean that but i like movies like that because it's cute for kids it's like you have to make certain things digestible for children no no you don't agree (laughs) here's what here's what i here's what i think i remember that movie i agree you do have to make certain things digestible for children and i do believe children's movies need to exist in droves right that said i don't think that they need to be this retarded I don't think they need to be this like completely incoherent and horrible and like politically <laughs> nefarious. Um, I wish they were a little bit more ballsy like in Arthur. Arthur was so ballsy I know, about they that They used show. to get away with murder up in Arthur. My favorite was when DW started swearing. Yeah, and the they DW were like, swearing episode. That was on public access television. She was like, you fucking, fucking bitch! Beep. And then Arthur's like, what the? <laughs> And the, the episode was called, like, D.W.'s special word. Yeah, special word. And they use real-life bleeps. Yeah, and literally. Be like, D.W.'s just like, bleep, bleep. And the classroom's like, uh. and then it never gets resolved. D.W. drops an N-bomb. Literally, D.W. finds out <laughs> about the N-word. This sign can't stop me, because um, I can't read. Yeah. <laughs> very much that. <laughs> Um, um, but the Puss in Boots heart attack feels fine. But the, okay, the so attack, like but this is what I'm saying is like there were many children's movies in my youth mm-hmm. that I remember being very good. Yes, and similar those movies that I have watched recently mm-hmm. that I still found very competently made and like entertaining mm-hmm. and like made for children and the adults who have to bring their children right you have to have you have to have the both the the adult humor that kids won't understand exactly like you do have to kind of it's a it's a tightrope act Mm -hmm. um and i do think that like maybe like there's just no such thing as parents like no one is like having children right now (laughs) like basically like you're making children's movies that are like actually marketed toward like retarded 22 year olds like people who like are like I'm gonna go to like a bar that serves peanut butter and jelly and, like, I didn't even think about that yeah that kind of thing I have a sneaking suspicion that there's like a market for movies being made in like a Disney plus type of way that like aren't actually intended for children they're like intended as sort of like shitty nostalgia bait like for adults. movies for adults yeah right. exactly yeah. like mm-hmm. ba- like baby mozart fucking cocomelon for grown-ups yes 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 But it's marketed as like, oh, it's a kid's movie, so it's okay that you're enjoying it because you're just watching a kid's movie. No big deal. But Mm. really what you're watching is a a movie that's designed for like 20-year-olds who are socially stunted. Like fucking Coco? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Like fucking Encanto or whatever. Encanto is what I meant. No child enjoys Encanto. Right. Coco I Heard was actually pretty good. I'm not giving Coco no. I'm not letting that bitch near me. No, no Mexican movies. No, Pinnies. no. <laughs> we have Pan's Labyrinth. That's all we need. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. I yeah. want a, I want a brutal war movie <laughs> for my <laughs> children. Yeah, I want a magical realism war movie in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're watching. Exactly. You get foreign film. <laughs> I'm showing my child fucking foreign. little four-year-old. <laughs> Can we watch The Lion King? No. We're no. actually going to watch. Um, We'll be watching horrifying <laughs> tale of it? war. <laughs> <laughs> we be watching. <laughs> no, there's no time. Yeah, we're not sugarcoating this shit. You're gonna nah, learn about fucking war. We're watching Schindler's List. <laughs> we're watching Schindler. what's the one that you went Did you go see it's uh, Skinnema Rink? I did watch it. I heard it was really good. Was it good? Um the other people I saw it with hated it and thought it was so horrible. Mm. But I gotta be honest, it really scared me. Was well, it spooky I heard it was really scary. The whole movie is like one long like early internet, like email chain, like chain email screamer. Oh. Like, like you know, like when you used to get like scary emails that would be like, oh, it's a maze game. And then it would be like a face jump, scare. jump out of nowhere. It's like that for a whole movie. Holy shit. It really, really hurt, like hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> I can already see you like covering your eyes the entire time. Well, I, I was prepared to hate it, to be honest, because there's almost no head on shots of any character at all. It's like all and like the background footage of like looking down a dark hallway and like your brain invents stuff that's on the screen that's not really there or it would be like the corner of two walls meeting and like some weird shit happening sound wise or whatever yeah and there's very very little like actual scenery going on Mm -hmm. um and i started being like oh this is so like pretentious and stupid like i can't believe i'm watching this and then before i knew it you are getting scared? You're getting I was spooked. like, I can't even look at this head on. Like, I kept being, like, I was, like, looking down and then, like, flicking my eyes up every couple uh, seconds. Ooh, it was like, I don't want to look at this. Yeah. That's scary. I can't defend it as a good movie. Um, mm. I don't think it was particularly well made. Yeah. They were, like, random. It was, like, every scare was, like, the cheapest possible jump scare. Yeah. It was, like, total silence, like, ex- sensory deprivation, followed by, like, ah! Like, yeah. fucking whatever. Yeah. And... It was fun in like a roller coaster way. Yeah. But as far as like this part where this this voice that goes, put the knife in your eye. (laughs) And I've been thinking about that so much ever since. I've been like laying, I've been laying in bed, being like, put the knife in your eye. Put that fucking. (laughs) You better walk that fucking knife, bitch. Wait, no. (laughs) That's what the demon said, or whatever's in their movie. (laughs) Better walk that fucking duck, bitch bitch (laughs) me as the exercise. i i do like um like psychological horrors it was never intentional but saw two that was the one where i didn't think was like spooky jump scare like oh my god Mm. you get taken it was like oh no i'm like mind games mind games i love a mind game ass movie it just fucks with me Mm -hmm. it hurts me bad yeah um it hurts me it fucking hurt girl yeah um well I want to see Puss in Boots. I too want to see Puss in Boots. I heard it was good though. But I was gonna. Say, I like love the cute movies. I like when we still produce like cute movies that everyone sees. How did we get here? I was trying to make a point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't rem- I'm trying to trace back, and I have oh, no yeah, idea. Yeah, 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 okay, so I I, I feel oh, the, the, the children movies made for twenty year olds. This is all that criticism of movies is now is how comforting it is to a certain demographic of moviegoer yes uh which tends to be the socially stunted 20 year old Mm -hmm. and i think in this way it's like the previous movies that i remember being like really really good but also like targeted towards children Mm mm-hmm like, I remember being, like, very, like, upset by Toy Story 3. There's, like, a point in that movie where they're, like, all about to be incinerated together, and they're, like, holding hands and accepting their death all in a row. Like, tear jerking, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I was like, this is a dark film. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, obviously they're saved. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Yeah. But um, I felt like in this particular movie, and, like, the Turning Red thing I brought up, there was a, a really similar tweet that happened when Turning Red came out that was, like... When I saw pads in on the screen and of turning red, like when I saw like a a bag of pads off screen, i cried. Now I cried tears of joy tears of joy <laughs> <laughs> but they were like pads and tampons in a children's movie and it like yeah. because it finally normalized having a period. Seeing red was a movie about being so happy that you're not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turning red was about <laughs> being in the clear. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, finally I see a pad. Oh my god. Yes. I need to use it. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> and like I just feel like these these signifiers are not something that children actually look for. Like yeah. no child or even teen really, like a young teen, is comforted by the image of a pad on screen. He'll know. And no child is like, oh, if Puss in Boots can have a panic attack, it's okay for me too. (laughs) Like, there's just no... I don't see this being productive when I see this as being like a really, like, babyish way for adults to cope with their own shortcomings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't seem like or like their own inability to cope with their own like mental illness. Or like what's happening. Because at the end of Toy Story Three was when the guy actually goes to college and like Yes. A baby isn't gonna relate to that or know what's going no. on. So why would they include it's a very upsetting ending going, to a lot of these people. Right. And it's because it's aimed towards like kids going to college or like, that's what Toy Story yeah. did. That was the audience they were going for. I feel like so much of like nostalgia stuff. Like if you think about like, even like the Instagrammy streetwear is mm-hmm. like, Oh, like blues, clues, socks and like streetwear. Right. Not, exactly. I like, eat that shit up sometimes though. I know me too, <laughs> because like it does play into something real. Like there's something mm-hmm. like true and captivating about it. But on the flip side, I do think it's kind of, like... When it comes to media, I think is bad. Like, when they make, like, Fuller House with the same cast as 80-year-olds, it's like, I yeah. mean, no one fucking and needs that. And it, like, that. sucks, and it's, like, AI-generated slop that, like, no one is ever gonna enjoy. Right. It does feel very much like you're not pitching to a child. Right. You're pitching to the child within. Right. And exactly. saying that your inner child is out. Yeah. Like, get rid of her. It's time to stop, like, pandering to this, like childish like uh, throw away your childish things babe yeah and also just the idea that i want i want new ideas i love when things excite me things that i haven't seen before and i feel like not enough people are craving that because they are so comfortable with the regurgitated nostalgia shit that's happening which is upsetting it's like and also like i mean the reality of the fact is that childhood itself is um much shorter now um because Mm -hmm. (laughs) people feel um I think drawn into the the allure of TikTok and kind of like the cutesy like teen girl thing or like teen boy thing much much earlier. Yeah, and it's insane how early it is now that like yeah, they're just so Like, like I'm ten. I want to be cute and I on do tutorials. Right. Yeah, and like I think obviously like that's not exactly something to be celebrated, but I do think also like there's a reason why there's like the real, like, original stories that are being put out are, like, the Paw Patrol movie, is because we're, like, dealing with five-year-olds. We're not dealing with twelve-year-olds. Twelve-year-olds don't want to go see fucking Disney bullshit. Right, exactly. They want to see Sugar and Spice. Yeah, Skinnamarink. <laughs> I'm <laughs> taking a my- rink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sugar and Spice. Yes. <laughs> my ten-year-old wants to go to um, Dracon. Yeah, they want to watch Milf Manor. Yeah. <laughs> No man my ten-year-old is watching the real weehoo Yeah, the, the real, besties. the real gay faggots of Wee <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the real gay faggots of Wee I keep knocking over this water bottle. I'm gonna put it on the table. The real prep patients of Wee <laughs> <laughs> The real puss and boots. Puss and boots. Okay, puss and boots. All right. So yeah, that's that's puss and boots. Yeah. The the little dog in that movie does look like one of those stuffed animal dogs. Yeah. That like the big eyes that's like follow you around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They completely malled it off that. Yeah, um for real friends. Yeah, for real friends. <sighs> aye, aye, aye. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Like <laughs> some boots. We really couldn't get over that. Oh, you know what? You know what? What happened? <laughs> I don't have a good transition. Oh, <laughs> 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 okay wait let me let me (laughs) um, well listen I know we've kind of mentioned this before we I think maybe we gave people a primer that this was something we were going to maybe be talking about in the future I think so Um, we have some friends of the show over at Magic Mind Co Mm -hmm. which is a uh, kind of like a productivity drink company Um, (laughs) that sent us some things to try just because they like us because, you know, we're so fun and famous for being young, productive career women. They thought that we really needed a boost. (laughs) So famous. (laughs) Because we're we're always talking about how tired we are on here. Mm -hmm. And someone thought we really got to send these bitches a lifeline. Right. So, um, we've received... Magic Mind, which is a little matcha energy shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been trying it for the last couple of weeks uh, just to kind of get the flavor. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've really been liking it. Our friends from over at Magic Mind, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. I also love to pair this with my caffeine beverage. Yeah. Whether it's an energy drink or a coffee, doesn't matter. Uh, bitch, it doesn't matter. You're supposed to pair it with... <laughs> You pair it with a little bit of caffeine. You can take it with your morning caffeine. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been doing that because I'm trying to wean <laughs> off of caffeine anyway. Yeah, Alright, so you're just taking the shots, girl. I'm gonna keep it i h I'm gonna keep it a t- completely a hundred. I'm gonna mm-hmm. eat it buck with the girls at home. Yeah. I will say that when they first sent us the samples of this, mm-hmm. I thought it did not taste so good. You know, things that are good for you generally, generally don't taste don't great. taste very good. But <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, I am drinking lawn. I am drinking lawn sod. Yeah. And then they came out with this other version, and they sent, it, sent this to us as well. It's the 4.0 version. It's sweet. Mm-hmm. And I did just have my first one of them today. Yeah. Updated ones are good. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Girl, that's what happens when you work through a product. Exactly. You, you make it better and better. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean... I'm constantly exhausted, and I do feel like this has actually been helping. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I can trick myself into thinking anything works, but uh, (laughs) I do feel that this genuinely has been doing something for my brain, so that's nice. Yeah. All right. You're a shark, and I'm on Shark Tank Ready, and I present to you Magic Mind. Would you invest? (laughs) You know what? I think I would. You would invest And I'm going to tell you why. Okay, work. Because the following ingredients are included in the product. I'm so excited. (laughs) It's been way more than 45 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) What (gasps) <gasps> baby olive oil work matcha mm-hmm. ashwagandhi uh ashwagandha pardon <laughs> <laughs> echinacea yeah turmeric fucking vitamins work all kinds of delicious things i really hope everyone at home just trust me <laughs> right just trust us please um because it really is delicious and delightful and i highly recommend yeah um and Because of the fact that you are our lovely listeners at home, Um, we do have a promo code that we can give you guys if you ever want to try it, which you really should. Mm. Um... If you go to magicmind.co slash topics, <laughs> you can take 56% off of a subscription for these little things for the next 10 days. You're supposed to take it for 15 days to get the full geesh. Full effect. The full effect. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the advertising people I send this to are going to know what geesh is. Geesh. <laughs> go get the geesh. Get the geesh. And then you can also do 20% off of a single purchase if you just want to try a little bit of a little ting. And yes. all you have to do is use the code topics Twenty T O P I C S T O P I C S <laughs> baby work so yeah magicmind.co slash topics and all you have to do is use the promo code topics twenty because they couldn't use the word thought thought because <laughs> it is profane <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that is our little plug <laughs> Here thank you to our friends over there thank, thank you so much thank you um. Anyway, back to more pressing matters. Back to more pressing matters. Now, now I'm getting pissed. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Which one are we at right now? That too. was good. We're at an hour eight. Who is she? Drag her. Slay her. Read her. Sipping on that tree tea, honey. I live. This is giving me life, hunty. Yes, mama. Yes. Slay her. Drag her. They were like, can you send us some of your listener demographics? I was like, "Uh, it's 90% people with $7. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Where people love to cancel on our Patreon because they're just too poor. Yeah, they're like, sorry, I can't afford $4 right now. My mom took away my. My mom took away my card, <laughs> the emergency family card, <laughs> which nope. I was registering your Patreon to. My mom's up letting me use the yeah. emergency card. Like, How do like you take your mom's emergency card and buy some fucking magic mind? Right. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> like technically, my dad subscribed to your Patreon. <laughs> my bottom dad. My subscribed to your Patreon. <laughs> my bottom. I will never get over. I re-listened to that episode. So funny, and it makes me crack up it's when we were so reading good. that message. It was so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> i'm being flipped off you are being flipped off By i want to get a hat tattoo that's similar to your fiance's yeah i haven't gotten used to saying fiance yet i, know, I it still felt don't weird. really say it i keep being like boyfriend i almost said boyfriend yeah and i was like wait a minute like fiance feels like i'm like being like Nyeh. like my fiance. like it's like french fiance <laughs> Yeah, yeah like it's just very like <laughs> yeah. serious i don't yeah. know yeah and you wouldn't even say my true. partner. Oh, God. I'd never say partner. I'm no, not a fucking. I, no. I have he, him. <laughs> <laughs> I hate partner. No, nothing more. Nothing I less. Know, I don't even know what it is. It's not even about that. thing. I just hate the word partner. Like my partner. Like, are you a cowboy? Howdy, partner. Howdy, partner. My partner. Like cops refer to their buddies as their partners. Exactly. Because they're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and the my, cops, partner and my, my partner and partner. My partner and my partner every cop is (laughs) cousins by birth partners by choice (laughs) howdy there partner what the fuck (laughs) you just call me Um, anyway. Anyway. So we're back to talk about the thing that everybody was being mean to me on the internet about this week. <laughs> My favorite episode where we recap all the things that people call me mean things for. Did I talk, before we get into this, I, I passed by your, your work today uh-huh. while I was walking and I tried to get your attention, but you were so zoned into your phone that I stopped because I was like, he's probably having a Twitter fight right now. I actually wasn't beefing today. Oh, okay. Work. You were like, you did, you were like a hunched over in your phone and you were the only one at your desk. And I was like, he's and probably. You, I didn't even see you. I was like, he's probably fighting. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't overstate the number of homeless people who do try to get our attention at that window. That is fucking funny. I didn't yeah. even realize that was an issue. No, though. That's why they were like, "Who's that? A homeless guy waving at Nick?" <laughs> it's me. And it was you. <laughs> I like throw my coffee at the window and shit. I just go full homeless mode. <laughs> you like throw your whole cappuccino at yeah. the fucking window. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know that person. Yeah. Nick. Nick. <laughs> oh god oh. um so this week the fun little thing that I got to do online was argue with you guys about art and about a film mm-hmm. <laughs> my favorite thing to do is argue with people who don't fucking understand anything yep. all you dumb retards so I'm about to put you in your place work okay <laughs> let's do it so I'm here for the ride <laughs> 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 this is your wheelhouse we a long time ago had uh two people on our podcast Mm-hmm. Uh, Betsy Brown, filmmaker, writer, director, so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Peter Vac, her brother, who also, uh, is a film director and writer. Uh, and... <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm no, I switched to beer. You cracked open the and <laughs> I was like, oh, we're getting serious. Yeah, I was like, if we're going to talk about this, I need to be drinking. So, um... This, after we just talked about no casual drinks, no right? Sexiness. Exactly, I was like, now I can't just have wine. No. <laughs> um, so uh, we had them on because of the fact that Betsy has made a movie called Actors. Actors is a film that is kind of this like trippy docu fiction uh, hybrid movie where Betsy plays herself and Peter Vack, her brother, plays her brother in the movie, but it's like a fictionalized universe. But they both play themselves, mm-hmm. so it's kind of it's a uh, it's a it's a mindfuck in that way. Yeah. Um, the central premise of the movie is that peter vac is coming off of the press tour for his actual real life movie that he made called assholes and um is feeling kind of downtrodden by the response is feeling like it's maybe not getting as warm of a response as it deserved or something to that effect and is also feeling like the opportunities that were expected to come from this movie are not coming in as readily as he may be expected Mm -hmm. um and he suspects that it has something to do with the whole, like, no one wants to hear from cis white men right now thing, which is, you know, a common <laughs> theme is that it's like, step aside, it's people of color's turn, it's women's right. turn, it's gay Their people's stories. turn, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so in response to this feeling of frustration, um, Peter hatches a plan to fictional Peter not the real life person yep. hatches a plan to um, live as a quote unquote woman by the name of Petrovac uh, and does this like fake transition to get like queer social cred and to make some of these opportunities start flowing in mm-hmm. and to kind of cash in on this like new queer identity in as a way to like traffic money and attention and creative opportunities mm-hmm. um Naturally, it works. (laughs) And um, Petra, who basically is, like, a beautiful Buffalo Bill, is, like, starts getting, like, huge acting roles, starts, like, booking all kinds of amazing stuff, gets, like, a really big, like, online reputation, whatever. And it does, like, it is working. Mm -hmm. The whole time, the people who know that this is fake in a charade uh, are condemning him for being a narcissist and being a monster and cashing in on the experiences of people who are actually trans. And this kind of plays out in a way where it's getting a little bit too real down the line and Petra can't keep up with the realness of it Mm -hmm. and can't, you know, (laughs) like actually keep up the uh, illusion that it's, you know, legit and it's not like some stupid art project and whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm, I won't give away the ending because this, you know, movie eventually does have an ending, right? Um, but in the meantime, Betsy's character has like a baby, like gets pregnant on purpose for a really similar reason to like try and become like a famous like mommy influencer, like mommy filmmaker, yeah. And that also backfires, and no one gives a fuck, right? And it's tied up in the fact that like even though like I'm a cis woman, I'm a woman actually, yep. and like I'm making like mom. Stuff like I'm documenting my like harrowing journey as a pregnant woman and mother. Yeah, I can't get any attention and I'm not getting any credit. And yet, this not even actual trans woman like this fake trans woman is getting legit cred as a woman Mm -hmm. and is getting cred as a queer woman. Yeah, and is booking all kinds of shit. So it winds up being this movie that's sort of about like the sibling rivalry between them. And also about, like, the insane shit that a monster could and would do in order to maintain attention mm-hmm. and in order to maintain fame. Yeah. Um, and it also plays into this thing that uh, I think that you and I talk about on this show pretty regularly, which is the idea that anybody the system that's in place right now where everyone's included and everyone can be anything they want mm-hmm. is a very easily exploitable system right where anybody could just say I'm this that or the third right and benefit from it yeah in some way or another this is not an easy thing to talk about this right. is not something that makes people feel very happy or comfortable to talk about right because obviously you want to be permissive and you want people to explore their gender and explore their sexuality Mm -hmm. and whatever, find their truth, find who they are, whatever the fuck. Right. But the fact of the matter is that there are narcissistic freaks and monsters out there who know that this system is very easily exploitable and could and would do this thing. And up to this point, as far as movies I've seen and TV I've seen and shit I've seen Mm -hmm. media wise, art wise, I've never seen anything that is willing to talk about this openly. Mm-hmm. Everyone is just like, I ha- I'm queer and it gave me superpowers. Or like, <laughs> I'm queer and this is my coming out story and it's so inspiring. And, you know, mm-hmm. all the kind of Netflixy inspirational schlock porn that we've seen for however many years. Right. This, to me, the reason why this movie was special and the reason why I like it so much is because of the fact that I think this is a really real phenomenon. Incredibly real. That no one talks about. hmm And no one wants to admit is real. Or rather, the wrong people don't want to admit this is real. Yep. And I was like, more people, especially in this neighborhood <laughs> mm-hmm. and this part of Chicago and whatever, yeah. deserve to see something like this absolutely agree it's a great movie it's a like, great it's, movie it's been a minute since i've watched it because it's been a minute since we had um mm. to be able to them on but it's also not like readily available to stream because they're still looking ever. for distribution for it right exactly but it's a great film and the issue at hand like the, the thing that comes to mind when i think about this is do you know there was a twitch streamer who was a minecraft twitch streamer wasn't getting any views Yes. started to do like cross-dressing yes and then got more views and got more donations yes, yes yes to the point where now this guy named flynn he just is like nope this is just my job like i dress like a cute cat boy and i grow up my hair and i have lashes now and he's like i'm still like a, a man but i just I do, do this because, because it brings in cash because it brings in a cash flow and gives me opportunities and has made it where i'm one of the biggest streamers But still a guy, like still a very admits that's like, nope, I'm literally just putting out, I'm like literally like cross-dressing. And in actors, Petra, I don't believe is ever straight up like, I'm a woman. It's like, gender's fake. And like, this is a project, like gender's art. It's an expression of blah, blah, you know, all the kind of bullshit that we get fed on Twitter and like shit like that every single day by randos. Right. It's like a safety net. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the obscuring language of queer Theory, like in like it making an argument in inarguable. Yeah, well, it's like you like, can't argue with something that doesn't make any sense, right? Like that is so nebulous and so stupid that it basically means nothing. Mm-hmm. And like, how are you going to have an argument with someone who's like, well, the blah 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 blah, like it's just shit that's like, like oh, whatever, yeah. a, a non-sentence, you Go, know, missing the point over the head, yeah, exactly. So this movie um, had a couple of very successful sold out nights at the Roxy mm-hmm. um, at a theater in LA um, and has had mostly like a warm reception. Yeah. Um, however, finally it got booked at the music box theater, which is like pretty much the only art indie theater in all of Chicago. Mm-hmm. There's like, I guess like the Gene Siskel, but it's like downtown from, and it's like for students. Right, where it's, like, the only, like, notable one that people are familiar with. Where you can go see, like, limited release, like, indie shit that, like... And they do cool stuff year-round. Yeah. it's, like, people just know it. It is, like, a film festival year-round there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And actors finally booked a screening there. This is a movie theater that also showed Dasha's movie scary of 61st which betsy betsy stars in yeah and also showed recently all jacked up and full of worms which is Mm -hmm. a movie that betsy also stars in Mm -hmm. so she had this relationship with them just from being like i've been in movies that have shown at this place right indie film crowd yeah um this uh, ticket announcement was made like two weeks ago Mm -hmm. of the screening going up probably one week into it going up this fucking nobody yep this nobody retard comes out of, i'm i'm gonna hold back on retard because if someone does take this out of context it's gonna be like you're a fascist. You're you are know guy. whatever um this person who has so much talent and dignity this person <laughs> no, wait, this dire human something. being um this breathing thing this breathing yeah creature Um, who is ostensibly a filmmaker in Chicago. Allegedly. Allegedly. um, (laughs) Is tweeting about this screening happening at Music Box and sends a screenshot of an email that he has sent to the programmers over at the Music Box Theater in order to attempt to get this canceled and says the following... To the programming team at the Music Box Theater, on February 2nd, you have scheduled a screening of actors directed by and starring Betsy Brown and co-starring her brother Peter Vack. I implore you to cancel the screening and their presence at the institution you represent. As has been well-documented by Mike Crumpler, among plenty of other New York City critics, these are fascists. They're anti-trans bigots. They have made a movie about how transness is ridiculous. They might defend the content of the movie by saying it's about the cis man's quest for relevance, but in fact, it furthers two main ideas seen throughout the far-right sphere of influence about transness that are extremely destructive to trans lives. One that cis people get to decide who is and who is not trans, And two, that being trans is a way to get ahead in the diversity Olympics. Hopefully, there is no need to explain why these ideas are destructive to people who identify as trans. Peter Vack clearly doesn't care about trans people, given his encouragement to a crowd of fans in a movie he directed last summer to shout anti-trans slurs at those present. More on that later. Right. (laughs) Betsy Brown has said on the Ion Pack podcast that the movie you are showing actors is a reaction to Me Too and white actors being overlooked for gigs in the city. I bring this up because it's clear they are simply insecure white fascists who made a movie at trans people's expense. Blah, 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 blah. You show good movies, don't show this movie. I'm sure it's not easy to refund tickets to those who bought them and or to take pro- programming you have already scheduled, but it's necessary if you consider the Music Box a place where queer people can feel comfortable attending. It feels deeply hypocritical to screen this while you have ongoing the ongoing rated Q series, which is where they show like gay movies like Showgirls and shit, mm-hmm. platforming queer performers and movies. And if you do plan to screen it, this opens the door to other fascist work like Matt Walsh's What is a Woman or the Tucker Carlson documentary on George Soros. Um Hmm. So this completely mischaracterizes the movie. I was gonna say imagine reading the Great Gatsby and saying it's about the patriarchy. I'm just like like what what people don't understand is that when you misread a movie, a book, this is what I learned in high school actually. That yeah. you can have a functionally wrong opinion on something. Yeah. Like this. This is a wrong interpretation of a movie. Yeah. You are wrong. There are not there is, yeah. This is like a myth of like the ninth grade English brain, right? Is that any um? It, everything is open to interpretation. Oh God, this, Apple. this cat. Oh, oh would That would have been the one to break that fucking thing. You're insane. <laughs> Am I not allowed Please to use lay this down? Shit? Please no. lay down. No, I think he wants back. No, <laughs> I can't even explain what Apple. happened. Apple, Apple, honey, I he I, did I, make it, which I'm shocked. It, yeah. Okay, well, right, well, you can do this. Maybe I can just fun. continue like this. Um, <laughs> Work. The ninth grade English psyche, where you can read a poem and it means anything you want. As long as you have a takeaway, it's exactly. correct. correct. Great. Great. That means whatever. What One no. of the worst teaching things that we could have ever been taught in school. They need to scrub that. Yes. There are correct and incorrect interpretations of a piece of art. Yes. And if you can't support why or why not this piece of art is fascist, Or why or why not? A, it's a movie. There's nothing fascist about a fucking fucking movie. Movie. No one is coming and knocking on your door with a firing squad and saying, get in the car, we're going to go see actors. Right. And you have to like it and enjoy it and agree and tell all your friends how amazing it is. Like, when has that ever happened? Never, ever, ever has happened. Truly. Ever. Never. So that's special to begin with. I'm just putting that part aside. I'm not even mentioning the fucking fascist word because these people are just histrionic. What a buzzer word, too. I can guarantee oh no one knows what a fucking fascist even means. You don't understand what this means. Fascism in America? Baby. Come on. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's simply a movie. This person would love Puss in Boots. God, this person needs to watch Puss in Boots. <laughs> <laughs> we, we decided that we will not be screening Puss in Boots. We will not be screening Puss in Boots because, because, pus- because it is fascist is and f- anti-trans. Puss is a fashion. <laughs> Why is his name Puss? Huh? Huh? The pussyarchy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so the two claims about the movie are that cis people get to decide who is and who is not trans. Um, there are no trans people in this film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like this that's is the whole in, dag. incorrect interpretation of this movie. Petrovac is regarded the entire time as a liar and monster and poser. Right. There like is you, no part of this movie that says this is a legitimate trans person. Right. Like watch the movie once and you like get it. Unless, Unless you're like stupid. I guess like the way that cis people get to decide who is and who is not trans is true in the sense that they don't agree that Petrovac is trans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so right. they're like come I'm on. I'm willing to give you that. Yeah. Um, and then as far as the other point that being trans is a way to get ahead in the diversity Olympics, um I have a difficult time saying that that is entirely false. I, don't think, I think, obviously, that sentence is weaponized against people to, as a convenient way to be like, ooh, tra- being trans is a trend. Being trans is like, everyone's mm-hmm. just doing it for points, like for cool queer cred and whatever. But there is a reality to the fact that queerness in general, regardless however, of however you're looking at it, yeah, if it's gay, if it's trans, if it's whatever the fuck, non non-binary, these kinds of things do score you points in certain circles. Rina. And there Rena Sawayama, a queer a, yeah. Not queer. <laughs> like just not. She is the Petrovac of music. Right. <laughs> and like this concept that like there's no such thing as like like when you guys get on Twitter and are like pissed about queer baiting all day long, And then you say, like, there's no prejudice against, like, straight white males or whatever. Like the (sighs) any time any, like, normatively attractive Theo James-ass person experiences any success, you're like, fuck him. It should be a gay, trans, whatever. Like, in these situations, like, how can you say that there is no clout and there's nothing to be gained from queerness right now? Especially in art. Harry Styles? Harry Styles. It's happening all... This is why it makes me pissed. It's happening all around us. It happens all around you. TikTok. Like, everywhere. And it's not a convenient conversation. No, it's not. But, like, it it makes me angry and pissed. It makes me pissed. Yeah, because there should be gates. Exactly. Like, there really should be. And the fact of the matter is that, like, the reason it's not convenient is because a lot of these people's entire lives hinge on their own oppression. And their own identities and their own success hinges on their ability to say like well i'm actually gay i'm actually trans and it's really hard for me and i don't get points for being blah 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 but their whole game is being perpetually, professionally oppressed right. and downtrodden by society and held down by the white man mm-hmm. and like don't you get tired of playing the game of like who has it the worst right like do you ever get sick of that and like, like the fact of the matter is that if the, quote, diversity Olympics or whatever wasn't real and didn't have some real dimension to it, we wouldn't still be talking about it. Oh, my God. Like, there's still very real diversity hires. Mm-hmm. Like, very, very real. That is still a thing that many companies do that they're actually trying to change. That now... It, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. Like, Directors of, like, inc- like Equality and Inclusion. That's, like, a real job title yes. that's just been circling these past couple years. And that's so real. And you that have to now, go out of your way to find yes. those people. And that now minorities, actually are coming around in full circle on this and having a hard time getting cast in roles that are not wholesome and not, like, ooh, like, I'm the perfect, you know, paragon of citizenship black guy. Right. This kind of thing is, like, it's stifling to any artist and it's stifling to anyone who claims to be, like, a, quote, creative or whatever these people fancy themselves as. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a reality to the fact that, like, your role as the underdog or whatever is clearly so important to you that like it's like you're a hit dog hollering right (laughs) like obviously you're very sensitive about this because of the fact that this has gotten you so much right and it's the only thing that's ever gotten you anything is Mm -hmm. being queer right and that's why you're defensive exactly yeah and uh, as far as (laughs) the association with with the rachel ormont movie which is what they're referencing about chanting anti-trans slurs in the audience. Um, this is Peter Vax movie, not actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in, additionally, <laughs> the uh, anti-trans slur that is being chanted in the crowd was started by Pariah the Doll, who is a trans girl. Like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's just like... <sighs> I, I don't know that she would say that, but, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I'm going to. I'm I'm reverse transphobic toward Pariah the Doll. That bitch is a woman. Yes, mm-hmm. It's just like when I read the this person's like email to Music Box or whatever I don't know. It's, it's it, how can you come away from watching this movie and that being your response and reaction? Like there has to be fire alarms going yeah. off. It's like why do I feel like this? Instead I'm going to double yeah. down, put in an email and make everyone miserable. Just like, anybody with a discerning brain would watch this fucking movie and never ever come away with it from never. that with that conclusion. I didn't No one like, would be like holy shit, I just watched Birth of a Nation. I like you know like there's no comparison. Right. And like it's like, insane to be calling it like Nazi fascist nazi trans hate unbelievable like, fucking buzzer words i hate i hate when people like come Jesus up with Christ. something fucking new the girl who cried nazi baby the girl who cried fucking nazi like ugh. and then jane Schoenbrunn, mm-hmm. who is a director of a movie called we're all going to the world's fair mm-hmm. which had a very long run at music box uh last year mm-hmm And that movie was wound up being successful enough to secure her an A24 deal for a new Mm -hmm. movie that's coming out. Uh, She decides to quote tweet these uh, emails and say, uh, say? this movie is transphobic and reeks of violence. I pulled my film from Fests that were playing it. Hey, Music Fox Theater. This is a bad look. So, mind you, Jane Schoenbrunn uh, funded publicly the movie. Uh, this movie was raised money to be produced on Kickstarter, and Jane Schoenbrunn uh, supported that Kickstarter yeah, and this, gave money to it. This reeks of trying to cover your own ass. This exactly. This reeks of, like, you got scared that, like, this started getting a little bit of fire, and you completely buckled. Exactly. That is not someone with artistic integrity at no, all. No, this is someone who clearly is trying to, like, secure their own place and, like, this like semi mainstream like film world or whatever the fuck like doing he doesn't want to be seen associated with something like this I'm pulling my film from festival i'm like go ahead, go ahead and do that pull your fucking actually film. do it pull it no, no one cares. cares and you get a couple brownie points mm-hmm. like cool like and you're like, a fucking dummy the plot that was pitched in the kickstarter mm-hmm. is the exact same as what wound up being in the movie like nothing different clips in the pitch video are used in the final cut of the movie. And this bitch said, yup, take my money. Let's, do it. Money. Let's do it. Take your money. And told other people to give them the money. You makes what do people not understand that doing this makes you look silly and stupid? It's just, it's insane. Like, it's just fucking crazy that this is not being seen as like, it's the only reason bullshit. why anyone thinks Ugh. that this is re- like fascist or whatever is because of the crumpler, my, my crumpler article like this is so stupid i'm not going down this path but i saw i saw someone else tweet that like oh god why did they fucking link this or they like- invited this fucking guy to come be part of this filming of this new movie that peter is making mm-hmm. and he put out a big negative review of actors at one of its early screenings mm. so they invited him to come to the filming of this new movie where they were shooting a scene where they were trying to recreate the feeling of a 4chan thread. Oh my God. And they all like dogpile this guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was this whole thing of like, we're basically like the movie itself, like has already gotten kind of a reputation for being like, Oh, like this is where like they were shooting this movie where everyone was like being a fucking little edge Lord in the crowd. And it's like, this is like, new york disease where like everyone's being like as edgy and crazy as they can and like saying the most fucked up thing they can Mm -hmm. and whatever and the article was a way of documenting like these people aren't actually good they're not actually creative or whatever they are just people who like want to get a rise out of people and are like cheap vapid edgelords um Anybody who watches actors on its own, removed from the context of this stupid fucking Substack article. Yeah. Is never would never think to use the word fascist alongside this movie. Never. I just Ultimately it really just the, I I know we're getting like really long in this episode, no, no, so we're I'm totally turning, fine. Yeah. Ultimately for me, I don't really even care about like <laughs> The personal drama of the whole thing, like who supported who and who changed their mind, and blah, 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 like yeah, all this kind of shit. What is a huge bummer to me is that Chicago is not a city that normally gets to see cool shit like this. No, never. This kind of niche art thing, whatever, is usually segregated to New York and L.A. Yeah, and I have no desire to go to either of those places. No, but what I do. Like, and one of the reasons why I've felt drawn to, like, stay in Chicago and do what I do and say what I say in Chicago Mm -hmm. is because of the fact that I think more people's, like, minds are changed here and more people's, like... Mm -hmm. Worlds have not even been touched by this kind of thing before. Right. And it oftentimes feels like people who live in, like, the kind of, like, trendy Chicago neighborhoods yep. are, like, four years behind whatever's happening in New York socially. I agree. And I think I tried to say this when we were doing our Hotline episode. Thought line might be. Mm. But it's like when people that live in the Midwest, come to an age where they move out or go to college, they end up in Chicago when they're in their, like, 20s. And then they get the whole, like, oh, this is what being a liberated gay guy is. This is what being a liberated gay person is. So they are behind the times. And I just wish that people were just less of a pussy in Chicago, Mm -hmm. because that's insane how you can view this movie in L.A. and in New York. Where, in my head, they seem, like, more, like, liberal rackets. But here to have it, like, fully cancelled here, it's just a reality check of, like, holy shit. Where, like, like, this just wouldn't have fucking happened in New York. would have fucking happened in New York. And because they're like, yeah, it's a fucking movie. Sorry, it's art. And, like, I feel like Chicago really isn't like that. It's just the people that do have, I it's, mean, like, people barking, essentially. Like, the culture at Music Box is, unfortunately, extremely liberal. Like, they had a very long-lasting, draconian, like, vaccine and mask policy yeah, that dragged like, on for, like, months after, the re- like, the normal mask policy was lifted. and. Mm-hmm. They do have a very, like, kind of capital Q queer safe space vibe about the place, unfortunately. Right. But yeah. that just is what the, quote, art scene in Chicago is. Yeah, like, everything up north is, like, <laughs> is exactly. like that. It's yeah. all, like, like T- tender queer shit with, like, punk aesthetics. Like, it's people with, like... Right. But it's not real. Right. And no one's actually doing anything risky. And no one's actually, like, pushing their own beliefs about anything. Right. And I shouldn't be getting as many messages as I do from people who live in Chicago about being like, I've always thought this, but I've been too scared to say it. Or like, yeah. I heard what you said about blah, 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 blah. I'm like, that's totally true. And this is everyone I know. And yeah. like, that kind of thing is like, and then when I do get into social spaces like this, mm-hmm. where you can just feel the way that like energy shifts in a room where you say stuff that to me is like, totally banal and normal. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, why? Like, what is that face about? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's why, like, for me, even if Actors is not, like, the best movie ever made, mm-hmm. I just feel like if there was anywhere that should see something like this mm-hmm. and should have the opportunity to do, engage with something like this on its own terms and let fucking, like, don't treat gay people like babies and it's let them invent- make their own... Yeah. Literally. And that's like, what, make what your own fucking decision. sucks. Yeah. So. Like, it's like you don't trust gay people and trans people to, like, watch a fucking movie and come away with it thinking, like, even if someone left and was like, yeah, that, like, put a bad taste in my mouth. Like, I thought that they didn't handle the trans thing in that very well. Great. Write a review. That'd write a review. Do or something. don't. Move around. Just be like, ah, I didn't think it was very good. Yeah. I think more people are capable of that than we give them credit for exactly exactly like you're so easily like people are gonna get brainwashed so easily i think now in this day and age that's really not the case no i think 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 most people are are willing to be like questioning things that was a movie and i enjoyed it or didn't right and the complete lack of faith in people to come away with the correct opinion yeah and the total like sense of nervousness and paranoia around people like getting the wrong idea about Mm -hmm. queerness and transness and whatever yeah actually doesn't do anything for your cause and doesn't do anything for like the ideology that you have. Yeah. What it does is it makes you look fucking paranoid and like you're hiding something or like you are like trying to further your own career or you're trying to bury something or you're trying to like keep people away from an idea that doesn't feel like more people should be thinking. Right. It's sensorial. Like you're being a hall monitor, like you're calling people out and being like, you know, not allowed to do that. And to do that, like, in Chicago makes me realize that you have not really experienced, like, what Chicago is as a city. Or, like, I don't know. It's just I wish people would just have, like, thicker skin or be uh, just, in all honesty, be less of pussies. Mm -hmm. Because having been here, like, pretty much my entire life and being in – we lived on the west side. I've lived on the south side. Like, all of Chicago is not anywhere near like that. But because it's like that one fucking annoying voice of someone that just got here, yeah. that thing said this is incorrect and can't be here. Yeah. It sucks that someone above that listened to that. Yeah, because that's not at all representative of like exactly. I don't know. That's the, the thing is that the whole fucking thing is myopic as fuck. Like this isn't like touching anyone who's not already right. deeply engaged in this like queer thing. Like the whole phenomenon of like you know right. the, uh, the the like fucking non-binary like queer nightlife thing mm-hmm. anyone who has any sort of familiarity with that would know how to approach this movie and engage with it responsibly exactly there's no fucking reason why it couldn't be shown like no one who would go see this movie doesn't have the vocabulary to like understand what's going on in it right and come away with like a responsible adult conclusion <laughs> Like when there are crackheads no sleeping on the like, tr- like, fucking Sig Heil, like fuck right. trans people, like <laughs> like, you know, like no one, not here, like no, the fuck, insane. That's just crazy. So fuck you, bitches. Fuck you, bitches. Honestly, fuck the music box. Frankly, I'm. I can't believe they spineless listened. as fuck. I can't believe that you guys. W- it's emails. Emails, it's fucking emails. Because you know these fucking lazy asses are not gonna go pick it. They're not no, gonna come to you in person. No, my god, these people like can't even like show their face outside of the fucking house. Yep. So what the fuck? So what the fuck? Like, in... let people come to the fucking movie. Just don't buy a ticket if it bothers you that bad. But people are such pussies. And then people are like, um, if people really need to see it that bad, then she should just fucking put it on YouTube. No one's stopping her. Like, shut up. I was like, I'm right. not even So she can make that. none of the move the money back that she spent into fucking making it. That's how I knew that someone was not. No, like that's not an argument. Like, like well, she should just fucking put, it, just in put, out right, put can, it in the garbage. Right? Someone can watch it in the garbage. Like, it's fuck you, fuck you. It's literally just you. It's a personal beef. Yeah, it's complete. It's personal. complete jealousy and contempt. Yep. Yep. And like, if the roles were reversed here, and someone was showing this much like hatred toward someone else's fucking movie, like if like another idea was unpopular, yeah it would be just as fucked up and I would be just as mad. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I don't know. I am an edgelord and maybe this isn't like the person the person people should be hearing this from. Like, I know I have an edgelord streak. <laughs> but there's nothing really that edgelord about this movie. Like, the inherent challenge of this movie, especially as someone who's gay, yeah. especially as someone who's trans, yeah. is going in to this movie and being able to like hold your fucking tongue for a second And don't have the knee jerk reaction of, like, ooh, they said trans, fascist. You (laughs) know, people need to be able to consume something and not fucking project. Yes. Like, you're not, that's another, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. When you read a book, you're not supposed to be like, I'm just like the main character. No. Like, you're really not supposed to. Again, it's about false interpretation. It's about people who, like, are seeing exactly what they wanna see, whatever's convenient for them to see. How do you learn anything from art then? Yeah. it's just insane to me. And I'm just, I'm not letting any of you hoes read me. Like, I, I like <laughs> no. anything I saw on Twitter, I put all you bitches in a corner. Yeah. And everyone at the end of every conversation I had either blocked me or wound up being like, well, she's just fucking put it on YouTube then if it's that important. Like, you can see the argument dissolve from people. Exactly. The second you put pressure on because them. Because all it is, is just like, I don't like Dasha, so I don't like her. Or like, I don't like like ew red scare ew like right right pe- like that. I didn't like that article. Like it's just like you're not. It's artless. It's just fucking internet brain poisoning. Yep. And if you just watched the fucking movie, hmm. Like once people discover that they can do things from the comfort of like Twitter and stuff, and like exactly. from the email, that's what sucks. Is that Music Box? You're giving those people more power that really don't need it. That don't deserve oh, it, and nothing like, and now these people think that they can get away with anything, right? Exactly, and more sets f- a bad precedent, sets a fucking horrible precedent. That's fucking censorship. It's censorship, that's complete and censorship. And everyone's like, Well, it already showed at other theaters. I'm like, Yeah, in cities that like have ar- you know, already have hun- this kind of shit everywhere. Oh, 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 my oh. My god, yeah, you come to Chicago for five seconds and then ban a movie. Every, they were like, well, why didn't why don't they just go to some other fucking theater they can find somewhere else in Chicago? I was like, where? Like, where? the AMC who, like, shows, like, fucking Avatar. Marvel and, like, puss in boots? Like, People I, are just so fucking stupid. It's a fake argument. It's like, you should just go somewhere else because this is our space. I'm like, well, it's there isn't anywhere else. This is the space for this kind of shit. Your and space. you should stop being a fucking goddamn baby. Your space? Not like, a queer space? And, like, don't go to the movie if you can't handle it. If a movie has rape in it and you are don't like watching rape scenes, then you don't, just don't go to the rape movie. Don't go to the rape movie. If it bothers you that much to have this like identity queer thing talked about, mm-hmm. don't go to the movie yep. if it's going to upset you and trigger you or whatever. I'm totally, I understand that completely. There's a lot of shit out there that mm. I'm just sometimes like, I'm not in the mood to watch anything like that. Right. I don't want to watch anyone be gored to death. Right. <laughs> I don't want to watch like, <laughs> you know, a movie about like heroin abuse. Like there's yeah. just shit where I'm just like, I'm not in, I know I'd I like to not see that movie. Right. You know? Yeah. To walk away from it. Maybe and in the future. watch Yeah. It. But music box doesn't not show those artistically significant rape movies. Music box mm-hmm. doesn't not show those artistically significant violence and drug abuse movies. Right. They just show the one that is so politically sensitive right now that a couple of emails are enough to dissuade people from it existing at all. So crazy. Whatever. Yeah. It's not whatever, but... Yeah. <laughs> I finished my Michelob, so I'm out of fuel. I'm <laughs> out of fuel. <laughs> um, well, this has been a long one. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us in the booth in the stew. It's been a hot one. It was... I know. <laughs> we it was hot and spicy. I was pissed at the end of this episode, you guys. Yes. Puss in boots. Piss in boots. Piss in boots. <laughs> I can't believe it's We got the cat Piss having a fucking annulism on. <laughs> kiss his name is not Puss. It goes pu- in. When I went and Googled it. It said Pusses. P U S S apostrophe S. Pusses. 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 It's more S than other letters in that name. Fuck this, Pusses. Fuck this, Pusses boy. <gasps> Bitch you better fuck this pusses right now yeah. Fuck this puss and boots Fuck, fuck it, it. <laughs> Get over here and eat this pusses Pusses <laughs> On this stage There are 10 women And, and 1700 Pusses Pusses pusses. <laughs> pusses would just be a apostrophe Not another S right Like pusses Pussies. <laughs> It's like twofaces. You're two-faces, but it's pusses. <laughs> me saying teeth. Two-faces. It's Just <laughs> like twofaces. <laughs> I didn't even question it either. I was yeah. like, you're right. Yeah, right. <coughs> Don't ask me how to spell twofaces. Don't make me do it. Don't make me spell twofaces. <laughs> I'll you do. better not be spelling twofaces when I get there. <coughs> twofaces. T. Can you use it in a sentence. <laughs> My twofuses hurt. My twofuses hurt. Okay, twofuses. T O O F (laughs) I (laughs) S S. No, I thought it was going to be C I E S, like twofuses. Twofaces. Oh, twofaces. Tufus. Like an orifice? Yeah, like orifices. <clears throat> like what is, what's the nat- the national origin? <laughs> Country of origin? Country of origin. France. Okay. I'm going to leave you stranded. I'm going to put down the mic and put down my headphones. Twofaces. One last chance. T O O F I S E S. Mm, I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> the judges also would have accepted. T O O F I C I E S. I C I E Two Well, it's another dialect. Yeah, it's, it's a bogo deal. It's like two faces. Two faces. This is not funny. <laughs> not even- <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> my brain shorts are coming. Okay. Whenever we approach the 2 hour mark my brain goes goodbye. Okay, bye bye now. All right. Uh thanks for listening. <laughs> okay, Thank you everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.